In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey, it's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! That's right, listen to War Horse. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that went live pretty much as immediately sort of-ish following WrestleMania Night 2 to talk about all of WrestleMania weekend. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? You know, we have this best podcast of the year so far shirt and i'm gonna just go ahead and smoke on camera because quite frankly i need it after that that was a hell of a fucking weekend it was a good weekend overall it was a very good weekend also joining us from up north rcmp jlb what's going on man? i'm exhausted i'm uh quite exhausted but uh yeah glad it's over very exciting night one um Night one probably should have been on night two, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh, I, it was. Good. I don't know, man. There was some stuff on night two that should stay on night two. Yeah, it's it's a it's a toss up. I don't. There I'll were probably two, get two by exceptional things. matches tonight. Yeah, and I, there were I, more great matches last night, but no yeah. exceptionals. I I think I'll probably I'll probably get flack for saying it, but I do not think it was the best pay per view of the year as a whole for WrestleMania, but um, but it was not anywhere close to the worst, right? It was maybe second best at worst. Yeah, but you're an AEW smart, so it's okay. I, well, I am, but I, I just think there were... There were too many jackasses and and taking uh, okay. up the spots that, that could have been... Either streamlining the show, yeah, literally jackasses, um, and we'll talk about them. Uh, for those of you new to our reviews, we do them a little different than other shows. We don't go match by match through through the card and talk about it this and that. Uh, you can find that on all the other ones. We do a best of, worst of uh, sort of thing, and more specifically, we start off talking about the worst matches of the evening. Um, or in this case, the weekend. And then we move on to the best matches of the weekend or best moments or whatever. Oh, um, I, I would have to wear like glasses. to. My eyes are just killing me. And I'm sorry. Well, since we can't see What would you right like now, to do, though? Matter. Um, I, I, I would like to figure to out what the out. fuck you're talking about. What, what, uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go back to three screens because that's obviously fucked up a- our heads. Apparently, it just totally <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> JLB starts talking about sunglasses. No one can see him. And then he says, what the fuck you want to well, do? Well, I don't fucking know. Really Stop confused. switching cameras. Jesus. I wasn't doing shit. Hey, I'm, I'm back to the production rule. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I figured who's he was the up. podcast brought to I, us by? I, uh, I figured he yes. was the only motherfucker talking, so I'd put him up. 
Yes. So before we get into talking about the the weekend in wrestling, uh, let's talk about how Raw and Order is sponsored by the uh, not sponsored, but a part of the uh, Tatnus Co podcast network. So you can after the show, you can head down to the doobly doos, click the link to tatnusco.com and check out the other things there. that does bring up an elephant in the room. We have been talking over the last few weeks about Tatnus being on the show tonight. Uh, it turns out Tatnus is now filming a movie in toronto and he didn't move his setup with him to toronto so he didn't have a way to join tonight Mm. and that makes me sad panda um and so technically we lied sorry but But anyways we're gonna go yeah this guy this guy right here lied um damn it so (laughs) but we're we're gonna we're gonna before we talk specifically about wrestlemania Right, because that's going to be the majority of the show. I do want to take a moment to uh, at least give shout outs to the fact that there was a ton of other shows that you could watch, even if you weren't oh, yeah. a, a WWE person. Right? Um, Supercard of Honor on Friday uh, was really fun. Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of great stuff happened at that. Um, you had uh, uh, the. Uh, Josh Barnett's How Blood the Sports tonight. I I actually I'll tell you what that's one that I didn't get a chance to pay attention to this weekend too much. So much mm. stuff going on. So that's let's uh, uh, yeah, uh, but let's check into uh, uh, what exactly all happened there. I do know we had um, uh, we had Taya Valkyrie show up and challenge uh, Diana Perazzo for the. Um, belt at the next event. So mm. um, we'll go to this one. This one will be fine. Um, so that's at least one thing there. Um, let's see. Uh, Trey Miguel defeated Jordan Grace, Chris Bay, Rich Swan, Blake Christian, and Vincent in the Ultimate X match for the X Division title. Nice. Uh, Nick Aldis and Mickey James defeated Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green, which would be a fun, fun match. Mike Bailey defeated Alex Shelley. Um, Influence defeated The Decay, Tasha Seals, and Savannah Evans. Lady Frost and Giselle Shaw in a fatal four-way to retain the Knockouts Tag Team Champions. Tomohiro Ishii defeated Eddie Edwards. Josh Alexander and Jonah defeated Moose and PCO. Deanna Perrazzo defeated Fabi Apache to retain her AAA Reina de Reina's champion. Post-match, Ty Valkyrie made her return and challenged Perrazzo for a match at Impact Rebellion. Chris Saban defeated Jay White, and Good Brothers defeated the Briscoes. Um, Briscoes had a fucking hell of a weekend. Mm. Um, on Thursday, they uh, won the GCW tag titles. On Friday, they lost the Ring of Honor tag titles. And then on Saturday, they wrestled in, in Impact Wrestling against the Good Brothers. So, Busy kids. Busy, busy boys. Oh, dim, dim boys. But, uh, but yeah. So Impact had that. Um, I, you know, I mentioned GCW. Uh, of course, there, there was uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break, which I do want to point out. Uh, it was two nights, and it did feature a uh, battle royal that had Sean Ross Sapp as an entrant in it. Oh wow! Um, okay. Who <laughs> joked on his way to the ring that he was going to put the whole match behind a paywall? Which I just want to say is chef kiss good heel work from a gimmick 
entrant into a battle royal, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, everyone hates the fact that he always gets on Twitter and says, we got some great news on Fightful.com. And you go there, of course, Fightful puts you, Fightful Select takes you to their Patreon page. You have to pay to, to get the news, right. you know? So. But so, yeah, we're going to talk mostly about WrestleMania because that's what this is really about. But there was no lack of wrestling this weekend. I mean, you can even add in the fact that Rampage was on Friday night. So we did have Smackdown. quite... And SmackDown, yeah. But so with Rampage and uh, the Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, both on Friday night, we right. did have a couple Rick Rude moments where someone appeared on one show and then later appeared on the other show. Of course, uh, Rampage was pre-taped. So uh, um, that's what happened there. It's like the Young Bucks appeared on Supercard of Honor, attacked FTR um, after FTR won the belts, attacked them, and um, are now going to challenge for the Ring of Honor tag team belts on AEW next week, if I'm correct. So, uh, But then later they had a match on, on uh, Rampage, uh, and so they were technically on both shows. There, there were a couple other cases of that, but it was kind of fun there. Anyways, uh, all sorts of stuff. If, if you've got, uh, the, and also the hall of too. fame, uh, the hall of fame ceremony, stand and deliver for NXT was fun. Right. Um, uh, e- even, even though it it still featured a whole bunch of who the fuck is this, um, they Great matches though. That ladder match was fire. The three-way tag match was great. Mm-hmm. The ladder match uh, was really good, except for Grayson Waller trying to kill his own shoulder. That's um, yeah, that's craziness. Uh, Gunther won. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Walter won. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, but Cameron Grimes is your new North American champion. Went straight to yes. the moon. To the moon. Um, although I, I do want to say he just doesn't look right with a clean kept shaved beard. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's supposed to have a big old scraggly, old scraggly beard. Yeah. And he's got, got it all. Just got to get used to it. Just doesn't look right. Just doesn't, he's supposed to be a caveman. <laughs> that's, that's what but, his finishing uh, move was called. The caveman. Caveman. <laughs> Same difference. Same difference. Anyways, the cave-in uh, actually ha- makes sense. <laughs> if if you um if you have the means to watch a bunch of the other stuff, Joey Janela's Spring Break had some crazy stuff happening at it. Uh, then by all means do. But most of us don't have the means to spend forty bucks on seventeen pay per views in one weekend. And right. I get it, you know, I one hundred percent get it. Um, and you have to prioritize. And for me, WrestleMania was the priority. Of course, we already have Peacock, but we're talking four plus hours each night <clears throat> of WrestleMania. So, yeah, that's it. So we will go ahead and get into. Now, keep in mind the the ticker is going to say of the night, but it's actually of oh, the weekend. WrestleMania. Yes. So we're going to start off with worst match of WrestleMania. Um. Vince Pat McAfee. You know, un- until tonight, uh, there there were some front runners on night one, uh, and then Vince and Pat McAfee had to happen. I mean, I don't know if you count that though. Don't count that. I feel like that's a cop out. 
It's you know, officially a match. If I don't count that, then I'm going to say the Usos title defense. Wow. Okay. I mean, I would probably put Lashley and Omos before that. Or... I, I, as I said, I was pleasantly surprised at the finish of that match. The finish is pleasantly... fine. But I'm talking the whole overall match. Well, I here they are who they who are, who they're booked to be, and so I, I was not upset. So That's um. So, so I, I agree it's the McMahon versus McAfee because it, it, it is a match. It has an official time, an official winner and loser. There was a bell. There was a referee. Uh, it's an official match. That's by far the worst of the night. However, I will say that, um, in my opinion, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin, despite having some good parts to it, overall was one of the Meh-est matches of the weekend to me. I I I don't want to discount how important it is that Drew McIntyre was the first person ever to kick out of the end of days. That's right. a big deal, but the overall match itself did nothing for me. Um, I I I, I will say that the Miz and Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio is up there in my book, although uh, surprisingly. Uh, Logan Paul was no. not the worst wrestler in that match. No, nope, nope. It was, nope. It was uh, Dominic. Um, and so, so there's that. Um, and I might put that above the Usos because of Dominic. I think if Dominic was an adequate wrestler, that match would have been better than the Usos title defense. Yeah. And then I, I am certain that at least one of you on here is going to disagree with me. But I fucking hated the Johnny Knoxville thing. Yeah, so did I. So did I. In, in fact, I would I would put that above above the Usos. Every so. fucking second of that. I think it was perfect for what it was. I knew you would. I knew yeah, you would. I, I think it was perfect for what it was. Sami Zayn played that really well, really nicely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was better than what I was expecting. So I thought um, it was perfect for what it was. It can be better than what I was expecting and still be the shittiest match of the night. Oh, because uh, I that was would expecting... maybe I, I me for shittiest. I match, enjoyed I Reed Man doing the slam. That was cool. I, I think they missed a perfect opportunity to bring a Hornswoggle out the other side of the ring and attacking Wee Man. I think that's what they should have done. But um, Sheamus is tired though. I would say the Sheamus New Day match. I thought it was too quick. To I understand. It sucks that they got cut, but very pointless. Didn't care. Well, didn't if you were going to cut something, cut Vince McMahon having a match. No, mm -hmm. cut all the freaking promos you did after every match with. Well, there's that too. With, oh, but no, Jesus. no. Here's the deal: is um, now I I get it. They they didn't want to. They they wanted to have some sort of finish to the the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland and Butch thing, but they also didn't want to. I hate to use the word reward Ridge Holland for because it's not like rewarding, but you know what I mean? That that after what he did, they need to kind of cool him down for a bit. And oh, that's what I get, but they, yeah, but it's, they win? a minute 40. There should never be a minute yeah, 40 well, match on Ridge Holland winning. Um, yes, but there never should be a minute and 40 
match on WrestleMania, in my no. opinion. No, no I don't even know why you didn't do it on the pre-show. You had two-hour pre-shows, which had nothing on them. On both nights. You could have done it nights. Well, no, we couldn't do it on the first night, so we'll do it tonight. Yep, that's it. Nope, on nothing. The pre-show. Nothing at all. Nothing. So, like, And so, do it at, like, 7.30, so at least you have a bunch of people in the freaking arena or whatever, in the event, in the stadium. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get why that wasn't a thing. But... But so the, those are mine. Like I, I just absolutely despise that Johnny Knoxville. I like wow. everything about it. I just hate it. You're a Sami Zayn fan. You should be repulsed by that match. I thought it was well done for way. I think Sammy is probably one of the only people that could have pulled that match to be as decent as it was. Although you guys don't think so, uh, but I think Sammy the giant mousetrap didn't go off, man. Yeah, oh, whatever yeah, shit it, happens. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's silly though. You know, it's gonna be silly going into it though. If you thought it was gonna be a five star match and you're going into it and that's what you and got, I, I understand. I, I thought but, it was gonna be a half star match and it wasn't even that. Well, I don't know. You probably had too much haterade before the match or something. That's no, it's it's I, I, here's here's the thing. I I mean, look, we're gonna disagree. It's we're fine. gonna just like what I'm what I'm pointing out is again Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn that took up 14 and a half minutes of a WrestleMania and that took 14 and a half minutes away from other people who could have been on WrestleMania, right? No, you can don't put that on Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn though, because it was promoting Jackass. There was money involved there, and so, the, on and so I forth. I don't care. You right? take away the Finn, stupid Finn Balor did not appear on WrestleMania. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They promoted two other movies at the same time. They promoted Mark Wahlberg's both nights. Mm-hmm. Did they? they? Promoted, yep. Yeah. He yep. opened the show both nights. Mm-hmm. And what movie is it, he in? <laughs> oh, Uncharted? Um, uh, Uncharted. Uncle, okay. Uncle something. Oh, yeah. Uncharted. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which movie. My my point in the end is, sure, there, there's money in it, but guess what? Uh, Jackass came out like a fucking month ago. Yeah. Right? Um, it's not a hot movie now. Yes, there's money involved, but there's other ways you can use that money to promote a movie and everything. You don't have to waste 14 and a half minutes on WrestleMania when, when there are other wrestlers who you could have on your show, right? But I'm also going to point out that, you know, we had Logan Paul on night one, right? We had Johnny Knoxville on night two. We had Pat McAfee, and I like Pat McAfee, but that means there were three different non-Battle Royal matches that featured celebrity I don't know that you can say that about McAfee. McAfee's a a wrestler. I'm using the air quotes on it, but it's still... You know, it, it because he's not a wrestler. He's a commentator who got brought in, right? Yeah, he's he's trained more than the other people, but he's still a commentator. He's not an active wrestler. This is his, what, third total match? Second match. Second match. Because he had the yeah. one match at TakeOver two years ago. Which they and, refused to acknowledge at all. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll give him this. They kept saying it was his first WrestleMania match. Uh, they, okay. Fair. Uh, every time said WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. they weren't ignoring the other match so much as saying that the other match doesn't matter because it's not WrestleMania. It wasn't as stupendous. That's fair. He's, he's now two and one as a professional wrestler in WWE, though. Yeah, he's technically had three three total matches now. 
and only lost one to Mr. McMahon. <laughs> um, uh, he has beat Adam Colbebe and Austin Theory and lost to Vince McMahon. Uh-huh. But we will move on to most to, predictable moment. To not even like 58-year-old Vince McMahon, to 85-year-old Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Still more built than you, though. <laughs> well, he's in he's in better shape than me. I'll give him that. I wouldn't say he's more built because he. I guarantee he was, I can take a stunner better. Yeah. Guarantee it. <laughs> I would yes. I, like, I'll give you that. Seventy-eight years. I don't know long. why he went across the ropes. I'm like Vince. He lost his balance. Okay. He lost his balance after the kick to the gut. And so he started to fall backwards, and then he stumbled around for a while until Stone Cold was able to corral him back into a stunner. <laughs> anyway. For some reason, Austin looked better on the second night than he did on the first night. Because he's losing that. Because he didn't have ring rust anymore. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Most predictable moment. I'm going to say as a moment, uh, I, think it's, I think it's KO challenging Austin. I'm going to say it as a um, result, uh, Edge, as soon as I saw the the entrance for Edge, I was like, well, this is changing. Uh, my pick is definitely Edge here. This is definitely Edge. Edge winning. JLB, most predictable moment? Most predictable moment um, for me probably would. Uh... Can't say Cody because you thought it was a work the whole time. Oh, no, we'll get there, though. Um, so most predictable moment for me most likely would be, um, I guess, Edge winning. After I, after, like, after I agree with you, after I saw his entrance, I was like, this is too elaborate and, like, cool looking for you to lose now. Um, yeah, and then also with the rumors with the stable and all that. And, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, Edge has to win. <laughs> So I guess I'll go with that. No, I didn't know it would be Damian Priest that came out or anything. I just think is in terms of a result, that was the most predictable. In terms of a, a moment, we knew KO and Austin were going to fight. Oh, and I guess match-wise, I would say um, uh, Bianca winning. You thought that was predictable? I thought that was predictable because I feel like the faces always have to win at Mania, and Bianca's the face. So, oh yeah, that worked out well for Charlotte and Roman and Yeah. Yeah, gee, um worked out great for AJ Styles. Yeah. You know, because he <laughs> that's about, Well, I mean that story of the, whole I'm new day. Yeah, they, they they really that's true. Really it's came out spelled out process and you know. Okay. Well I thought Bianca was gonna definitely win because Becky doesn't need the title. I I think Whereas Bianca as, does. As D.A. Fabe mentioned, the most predictable moment in the entire weekend for me was adrenaline in my soul. I knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. I knew it was coming as soon as Thursday. There were suddenly reports from insiders around Cody Rhodes that uh, Cody might pull out of his WrestleMania appearance. Because here's the deal. For people who don't understand contracts, you think, oh, I can pull out of WrestleMania. But for people who understand how contracts are made, Cody, once he signed on the dotted line, he was there for WrestleMania. 
Yeah, but we didn't know for a fact that he'd signed on the dotted line either. Right. Yeah, but I, I here's the deal There's is heavy I, I said, reports. As as soon as those rumors started floating around, I'm like, this is damage control. This is them trying to make it seem like a surprise, right? Oh, let's let's make him seem like he's not gonna be there. Let's do everything we can. Then later on on uh on the kickoff show, they did an interview on on Saturday. They did an interview with um uh Seth Rollins and who do you think your opponent could be? And he made sure to list almost every genre of opponent that did not include Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Like Oh, may, maybe it'll be a legend like Stone Cold or The Undertaker, or maybe it'll be someone called up from NXT, you know, or maybe it'll be some athlete brought in from outside or whatever, like very specifically trying to, here's a red herring, go this way. Here's another red herring. Here are all these red herrings of people it could be. Um, well, I'm not going to lie. After Taker saying never say never, I honest to God. When the lights went out. Taker. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Taker. And then even as Cody Rhodes' music hit, I didn't even think it was still Cody Rhodes because then you saw Seth laughing. So I thought it was almost going to be like a I fooled you kind of thing, like what KO did with Austin recently, right? Uh, but then you see Cody Rhodes appear, and I'm like, oh, shit. He's actually here. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I done played myself. I done worked myself into that work. That was on me. I apologize. Um, but, uh, yeah. Obviously, I was completely shocked that that actually happened. Crazy how they still kept everything. The music, his name, like his name is his moniker, the nightmare. Well, he owns that. he owns his name. He owns the nightmare, Cody Rhodes. He owns those trademarks. Whose music himself. is that? Um, he commissioned that music. I don't know the exact band name, but I know he commissioned that music okay. prior to AEW. That's not a Mikey Ruckus. Um mm. Okay, because that, uh, that I was shocked by that because he because he used that in Ring of Honor too. Oh, uh, okay. There you have it. Prior to so so that's got to be something that that uh, whether he owns it or at least uh, he at least commissioned it and was able to help facilitate negotiating the rights um, right. for it. So. Nice. Uh -huh. And that uh, pleasantly surprised. I thought that match was for a go. Um, yeah. I did mention if Cody was going to end up appearing, Cody versus Seth, take my money. Mm -hmm. And by God, yeah. I'm glad I gave it to them because so fire. So, but so that that was to me most predictable moment. But if we take that away, right. Um, you know, I, I expected Bianca to win, not because it was WrestleMania, but because this was, to to me, the most logical in nine months storyline. Yeah, yeah. This was the way to to end that to build to this moment and give her back her WrestleMania moment um, yeah. with the belt. And so 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 for that, I kind of saw um, Kevin, but I don't know if I Let's see. I mean, I guess the 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 most predictable moment was Kevin Owens taking a stunner. Um, right. However, yeah. I I will point out that I was wrong because I did fully expect it to just be a couple stunners and and you know it. a few minutes and out and ended up being a fourteen minute long no holds barred match, match. Um, with a suplex on concrete to a fifty seven year old man yeah who walked um, out the next night like it was nothing yeah dude he, the next night he looked so much better 
well, again, ring rust. He he got all the ring rust knocked yeah. out of him the night before. Right onto the concrete. Yep, just shook out. On, they're going to sweep up that pile, rust man. right right into a pile even, at the end of the night. Even his stunners were better, aside from the one from Vince. Even his stunners were better. <laughs> I was uh, like, what so, the hell, Austin? So my wife, who uh, I will point out, not a longtime wrestling fan, Probably not even would would probably not even consider herself a wrestling fan right now. She watches because I'm watching. Uh, she <clears throat> was not impressed with the way Austin Theory took the stunner. Mm. Uh, which you know, as a longtime wrestling fan, hurt me in my soul. Uh, because that's that's the way stunners are supposed to be taken. <laughs> you're supposed to flop, and yeah, you're supposed to bounce out out of them and fly around the ring like like well, we'll sell so, that. And so I, I, I told her the story about how The Rock and Stone Cold had an ongoing bet during their program at house shows as to who could sell the, the finishers the biggest, who could oversell the finishers. Uh, and there was always a case of beer on the line. Uh, and The Rock ended up winning by basically doing a backflip every time he took a stunner. Yeah, because you can't oversell a rock bottom. Yeah. Well, the people's elbow was the real finisher to oh. to, to to oversell, uh, you know. But even then, that one still... you oversell, but not nearly as easily as you can the stunner because you just no. fly back and flip. And... Yeah, stunner, you could just do yeah. flip the doos galore. Um, but I also pointed out how they thought it was going to be unpopular. They thought it was just a rib between them, and the more he oversold it, the more popular the stunner became, because um, <laughs> that's the way wrestling fans are. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, those were my most predictable moments for me. Um, yeah, so we'll move on to botch of the weekend. Elephant in the room, McMahon <laughs> taking a stunner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's a given. That has to be botch of the weekend for sure. Absolutely, because I feel like there was nothing as bad as that botch. Um, yeah. maybe, um, with the Sammy and Johnny Knoxville thing where Knoxville acts like he's going to throw Sammy like all the way to the table. Um, just obviously didn't look good, but I guess, you know, you can't really put that on Knoxville all too much because the guy is not a wrestler but kudos to sammy so yeah no i'll just go with the vince one if, if we take off non-wrestlers including vince i'm gonna go ahead and say uh i'm, I'm gonna say dominic and his yeah. very existence oh you know what i'm gonna say ronda rousey can, uh, can we technically or is ronda count as a celebrity person she's no a she's a wrestler record. now yeah i mean that ankle lock um or that lock that charlotte put on ronda and she wasn't even selling it and I was just like, what the hell, Rhonda? Like, you've been here more than enough times to know at least how to somewhat sell a move. Hey, she like, laid flat for the pin, at least. She didn't do what she did to Becky. Yeah. Oh, oh, but my shoulder was up. Because <laughs> oh, I refused to lay flat. I'm I want to go back to baby. wrestling so my baby can see me kick ass. Your baby is four months old, fucker. Now eight months old apparently yeah. yeah it's eight weeks no didn't you say eight, eight weeks months or something? eight months, months. The, months, months old? the baby That's the not... baby was four months old when she came back for royal rumble oh snap okay 
So he has seven months. So does that mean no more Ronda? Like Ronda doesn't have a year-long contract or anything? Oh no, Ronda's still around. That feud's gonna uh, yeah, that feud's gonna continue because she lost to uh, unfairly. Air quotes. I didn't unfairly. see anything. I didn't see anything unfair about it. Just saying. I mean, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it's the best match of the night, like Ric Flair is. I am not gonna say such a stupid thing like that. Um, best match he's ever well, best women's match he's ever seen. So I, I take it Ric Flair has only seen this women's match in yeah. his whole career because yeah. I feel like I can name you. I feel like 100. he wasn't watching moments earlier when Becky and Bianca went at it. No, he definitely wasn't. He clearly was, and he also has a little thing against Becky because she has the man moniker or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I was just completely stupid. Or dumbfounded over Ric Flair's comments. I'm like, dude, this is probably the shittiest women's match that you have this night, and probably maybe going to be the shittiest throughout WrestleMania. And I might stand by that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so Ronda Rousey gets my vote with not selling any of the moves because she's Ronda Rousey and has a chip on her shoulder. And um, but I think I think hands down the botch of the night is still is still Vince. Yeah. Vince yeah. No. Scary. No. I mean, for sure. I mean, that was god awful. We're we're battling for second place here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To 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 clarify specifically about why I know that that feud with Ronda Rousey isn't over, it's because okay. they did the whole bit with the ref bump. The refs out. Charlotte tapped to the arm bar, uh, but the referee was out and didn't mm. see it and then Rousey had to to try to revive the referee and then Flair hit the big boot and, and got the win. All she lost to was a big boot like like you couldn't mm-hmm. even get natural selection is the reason yeah. she lost. Apparently not. It's, Apparently not. Uh, yeah. We will move on to overhype I mean, of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Overhype of the weekend. What do you got, Smarks? You're up. Uh, oh, overhype of the weekend? Well, I mean, I could say, uh, true to my previous thing, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, because they hyped the shit out of that for no reason whatsoever. Um, you, Meltzer won't vote on that, right? Because it wasn't a wrestling match? Um, he might. It wasn't anything goes match, and so he does, but okay. sometimes he doesn't when they're like celebrity matches that are designed for this. So it, we'll find out on it. Mm, okay. um, he doesn't. He doesn't ever rate uh, cinematic matches, pre-taped matches, right. because he believes that editing. You know, you edit out the bad moves and stuff like that. So um, that changes it. But because this was but this was a live match. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. was still a live match and everything. Um, over over hype of the weekend, I would probably, in my opinion, say that one just because. You know, it was it was a focal point of the last like month and a half of of WWE TV, just n- nonstop. This and yes. that. Johnny um, Knoxville was mm-hmm. it was nonstop. And and again, I hated it. I fucking hated it. Um, horrible match. Oh, it was a bad match. Just admit it, dude. But it was good for what it was. You're not going to get a, an intense, crazy match with these. Then things. don't put it on fucking WrestleMania. That's here's what I'm deal. saying. Like, the, here's the thing. Steve-O 
put on a better match when he wrestled than Knoxville does. Mm-hmm. Knoxville just is not good at it. Just isn't. No, he's too lanky. And again, he's too lanky and he doesn't if, really do much. If this was a SummerSlam match or or a Money in the Bank special match, there, there's there's some leeway I give. But this is fucking WrestleMania. This is the granddaddy of them all, the greatest stage on earth, right? And that's what they gave 14 and a half minutes to, right? Well, I mean, it was cool with the Jackass stars there, the whole little Jackass stunts that they have and all that. Like, I don't know. I, I think you're just too hard on it for nothing. You they kept Bobby Lashley and Omos to under seven minutes. I mean, less to be than fair, half I didn't the want time. any more. I didn't want any more than Bobby Less Omos. than half good. the time, right? It should have been three minutes. Pat McAfee and Austin Theory got five minutes less. Yes, that whole segment was was longer than that. Well, if you add add in the the, um, match against uh, Mr. McMahon, it's still shorter. It was still less time than the Knoxville match. Yeah, the Knoxville. I mean, I, I and again, I, I don't know that you can come up with a better option than that. What's your other option? What's your other option, JLB? Uh, Ronda and Charlotte as an overhype. As well, I mean, kind of an overhype. I mean, it still technically was on my screen every SmackDown, and I had to endure Ronda's stupid promos. And uh, it was just pointless. I found myself not caring about that match uh, at all. Um, the hype was better than the match itself. So it was overhyped. But maybe I'm a Ronda hater. I feel like I, that could be on the Ronda hater train, though. So that's very possible. But I'll go with that. Haterade. So yep. let's see. Let's see. Who all was not on WrestleMania that could have? Instead of fucking Johnny Knoxville, Apollo Crews, um, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, but they're not going to do anything with these stars, though. Um, um, Finn Balor, right? Um, yeah. yeah seriously, Finn Balor didn't have has a title and didn't have a match. Yeah. In fact, Finn Balor and Ricochet. Both have titles. Yeah, yeah, I haven't gotten to Ricochet, but that was another one I was going to bring up there. Um, You don't have to beat the dead horse. Our truth. Yeah, you could have also just taken out Bobby and Omos too. Seven minutes there could have went to one of those guys. You you should that match was that's a valid that's a valid point. They both should have been gone. Oh, not Bobby. Bob, Bobby well, could have fought against uh, anyone could else. Could have fought right? against Ricochet or something. Yeah, no, true. I'll, I'll agree with you there. I'll agree with you there, but you're still just proving my point. They wasted 14 minutes, and then they wasted another eight minutes. Right? They needed to do the Johnny Knoxville thing because they did not it was need for to do entertainment shit. purposes, and the fans are going to I wasn't entertained. Monday or Friday or a... I wasn't Friday. entertained. You were well, the only one of the three of us oh, here who thinks they were entertained. Are you I, thought I, was, entertained. I was more entertained by Triple H walking out to the ring, spitting water in the air, and then leaving his boots in the ring and left. I that was, was more entertained do, by that. That was right? cooler than the dupe. And welcoming us to WrestleMania. That was dope. Yep. I was more entertained by Stephanie McMahon coming out to announce Gable Stevenson 
on night one. That at least had a point to it. Okay, we're going to disagree. So what's the next award? Worst performance of the night. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if it so wasn't I'm, I'm... for Vince McMahon later on in the night, I would say Johnny Knoxville. I, I'm going to go ahead and say non-celebrity because I think performance yeah. requires you to be a performer. In that sense, hands down, it is Dominic Mysterio. Oh, my God. Um, rebut it. That's valid, though. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the worst performer in his match, and one of them is a non-performer. He did. He did a frog splash and a three amigos. Logan Paul, like one of the best, like the the best of them. Could like Dominic's you know dad does. Like. Yeah. like you know, so yeah, I'm not gonna put him all the way up there like Dominic's dad does, but he did it better than Dominic does. That's for certain. Absolutely. So I, I think you can make an argument for for um, all of the jackasses. I think you can make an argument for, uh, except for Wee Man. Wee Man was actually pretty good. Um, Man, I'm getting. I, I I feel like you're you're the minority though for the jackass thing. I'm gonna put up a poll on Twitter. And uh, about you're so you're saying that's the worst. worst no, I would say I would I would say hands down the worst performance was Vince. Yeah, but Vince was the worst yeah. performance. Yeah, um, but if you, if you count performers, then I'm saying it's only performers, and I'm saying it's Dominic. Um, there were botches, like genuine. He missed breaking up breaking up a pin and slapped the mat to break up a pin. Mm, yeah. I mean, fortunately, for like the fifth time since they've yeah. been a tag team. For, fortunately, Ray was, uh, you know, aware enough that he kicked out of the pen at the last second just to to be certain. But because it would have I mean, been a really how do you awkward miss a moment. Pen breakup where you've been outside for a while. Like you should be kind of leaning up, looking over, as yeah. you're faking trying to get up. Like, come on. Yep. But. Now, now I I will I will still say Johnny Knoxville is on the list, um, and you can put that Twitter poll up all you want. You're welcome to. I don't fucking care. I know. I you hated don't. every second of that. Hated every I second know you of did. that. But and I still think you're the minority of that of the wrestling fans. I I I can already tell you. I open up my Twitter and I guarantee you I'm going to see a bunch of hate on it already. Um, I am. I can guarantee you I'm not the minority. I will also say. That in terms of rolling back to the overhype while you guys are doing this, um, if we're just counting um, matches that we thought were over, overhyped, I, I'm going to go ahead and go on record. I think Edge and, Edge and AJ was not as good as I'd hoped it would be. I don't know why, though, like because it was a good match. But it was not as good as I'd hoped it would be at all. I, I just don't know why. Like it was still pretty. You good. feel it too, I, though. I did. Yeah. It's, like it's, I, it's, I it was Edge sure. working all over again. It was too long, and I don't know maybe what what like, happened. It was. Edge I think Orton. maybe they should have opened with that match or something. I yeah, think maybe I, the I just, where it was placed on the card, it wasn't good. It wasn't as good as it should have been. Yeah. Fortunately, the one that followed it was just fucking terrible. So. 
Anyways, moving on. Worst move of the night. Jesus, are we going to just keep saying fucking Ma- Vince Ma- McMahon? Mousetrap? No, I think the mousetrap. Fucking botch. <laughs> it's not working appropriately. I'll, I'll understand that. I still say the Vince McMahon stunner was the worst move of the night. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, here's the I get it. He's an 85-year-old man. He shouldn't be putting himself out there in the first place to do that. And I, I know he just wanted to pop the crowd, give the crowd one more stone cold moment, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it looked bad. It looked almost as bad as the, uh, uh, the Goldberg attempted a jackhammer on. He's 76. Like, 76. Yeah. Anyways, it looked almost as bad as Goldberg's attempt to jackhammer undertaker at Saudi Arabia looked just bad. Just like bad. Um. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's worst move you could argue was uh, was having Pat McAfee take a second loss, you know, on the night in the first place. That's just a bad move, in my opinion. Pat McAfee, someone that you could build up as, you know, I mean, literally, he wins that wins it takeover wins tonight against Austin Theory in another year you could have him have another match win again now you've built up an announcer with a streak right an unbeaten announcer you can play that into a character uh but you can't anymore because you wasted it um and then you you wasted you do have an announcer with a streak it's better Saxton yeah but you took a stunner on uh Saturday night so you know He's still unbeaten his, at his, WrestleMania. His credibilities. Uh, and Michael Cole. Michael Cole is not unbeaten at WrestleMania. And and I, I want to point out, I'm not saying unbeaten at WrestleMania. I'm saying unbeaten. Because oh, Pat okay. McAfee until he lost to Vince McMahon was, was unbeaten. unbeaten. True. True. Right? So, but anyway. He was he was feeded. But now he now he is feeded. Yes. Now he's um, defeated. Yes. When you're undefeated, you're feeded. <laughs> you're feeded. But it's double negative. But anyways, uh moving on, worst moment. Overall moment of the entire weekend. One that Are we being the dead horse, Vince? It, it might be. I mean, un- unfortunately he had to come out and just be shitty. Like my wife sat there the entire time saying, No, I don't want no, don't take off your jacket. Don't do it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see an old man wrestle. <laughs> Byron Saxon said the same thing. Yeah. And he was right then. <laughs> it, it was a bad thing. So, um, Worst move, even having Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus the New Day. I mean, if you're going to only give it a minute and a half, just move it off the card. Right. Yeah. Put, well, put it on I, SmackDown. I, I still even think that was cut. So I don't think it was supposed to be like a minute and a half or two minutes or whatever. I still think even they shortened that match. And I was just like, guys, what the hell then? Like, why didn't you just, I mean, I don't know why they just didn't do it on the pre-show on the second night. If it was cut the first night, but you know. See, and I, I had heard going into the weekend that that match was expected to be cut. So they, they had, they had decided to make it a shorter match. Before tonight, that wasn't an okay. on the fly. No, cut. okay. Uh, but they should have just cut the match or put yeah. it on SmackDown on Friday. That's or it. Or 
fucking on do Monday. Like a little segment or something or whatever. WrestleMania Monday. Let's do it. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. You know, and then it would have still, they paid homage to Big E because they had the singlets on. That was cool. That would have been a bit more respectful if it was a bit of a longer match and see them do a lot more. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't or, know. It was kind of I don't know. Was... They didn't get beat in a minute and 40. That's it. Hey, we're going to pay homage to Big E and then fucking lose in a lightning. It's a great way to pay homage. Straight up. Anywho's. Moving on. We are now on to the best. Hey. The best moment. Thank God. Life. Now we have something to talk about because we'll <laughs> yeah. just be Vince. Now we Dominic now we don't have to say ass. Vince McMahon every fucking five seconds. Or best ever moment. For this entire segment. Um I I'm going with Cody Rhodes coming out. I, I think that was uh pretty fire. I was excited for that. Um and just just sets trash talking welcome to the big leagues bitch all of that that was great uh so i'm going to go with that cody Rhodes coming back and i'm sorry once again for thinking it was a work this whole time i was wrong but yeah best moment for me was cody Rhodes. dfa boy it's it's really hard to beat laughing at Roman right after a spear. <laughs> it's yeah. really hard to beat that. I will say the Cody Rhodes is more uplifting moment. Mm-hmm. The pop was uplifting. There was a ton of pop on several different things, though. Um, if if I wasn't giving it to Cody Rhodes, I would, I would give it to the fruition that is Roman Reigns unifying the titles under heel Roman Reigns, um, just basically making all the fans right for seven years where they're having him crammed down our throats, we get a better version of Roman than we've ever had. And and we got a better version of Brock. I love fucking silly cowboy Brock. Brock, I really do. It was awesome how he announced himself too. That was great. Yeah. So That was awesome. Yeah. Kind of disappointed by that. I really thought we were going to see The Rock come out or something and look at Roman, point to the point to the WrestleMania sign for like next year or something. I get it's maybe a bit too early, so maybe they'll do that at SummerSlam, but I don't know. I didn't really care for the Roman Brock match. Um I, wasn't their best. They've done better. No, they've definitely well, had better matches. Yeah. I just enjoyed their character work. This is the first time we've had Brock in Silly Cowboy laughing laughing off moves. Like well, We've had him laugh off moves from The Undertaker before. We just haven't had Silly Cowboy. Well, we, we have agreement from uh, the fans here. Dark Sage says anyone who bought into the main event being anything other than typical Brock versus Roman should be ashamed. WWE could care less about fans and what we want. It's the same old slop every time with them. Why did fans think anything was going to happen? No, that's um, no. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a good moment in the laughter. I didn't. Yes, I. We all knew the results of the match. Yeah, we we all knew going into this, Roman Reigns was going to win. Um, I enjoyed seeing him hold the title. So I mean, I'm I'm into heel Roman. I am, and and that makes me a mark, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah. 
He says, I knew this is what we were going to get because not to be mean, we buy into this way too much. Our expectations should have been very low. Brock and Roman only care about money. Do you honestly think Brock is going to do anything more than he did? But he has, though. He has done more. That's why I'm saying that. He has done more with Roman as well in a match. So this just wasn't their best Roman Brock match for WrestleMania. No, yeah, I, I would say they've both done more than they used to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they both care about money. That's why you go to work. I don't exactly. think anybody I don't think anybody goes to work to not get paid for it, you know. Exactly. Um maybe the Pope, but then he lives in the Vatican, so it doesn't pay for money. anything. Make, make money. <laughs> make money. Like, I mean, I don't think he's getting a new hot tub anytime soon, but... I mean, who knows? Yeah, I, maybe, maybe they do have hot tubs in the Vatican. Who knows? <laughs> Dark Sage yeah. 9117. Do you know if they have hot tubs in the Vatican? <laughs> and if you do, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Good times with the Cardinals. I Googled it. <laughs> How does Google know? <laughs> okay, breakout star of the night. Cody. Of the weekend. Cody. Logan Paul. That's a good second choice. That's a really good second choice. Lo- Logan Paul was Logan definitely Paul. better than I expected him to be. I am excited for Logan Paul versus Miz, even though the storyline does not make sense. I'm excited. Absolutely no sense, but yeah. Well, I mean, um, it kind of makes sense. Miz is an asshole. He doesn't trust anyone. He'll always backstab you, and that's why he did that. But yeah, they but, said Miz is the ultimate opportunist, but what opportunity did he get out of this? He got nothing he, out of it. He got the win out of the Mysterios, which is what he wanted, and then he was a, and he got the W, and then... He and then in say, the okay, end, he wasted Paul. his opportunity to, to get something more out of Logan Paul. He didn't get anything out of Logan Paul. And that's my point. Um, And he could have continued to have a tag partner and continued to get accolades and wins out of Logan Paul, but he didn't. Or he could have gotten Logan Paul a a title shot and then stole it from him by taking Logan out. He didn't get anything out of it. That's why we say the storyline doesn't make sense, because they didn't build up a reason for for the turn. Him to turn on Logan Paul. Yeah. Why, I just like, didn't get why he jumped to the fans afterwards or whatever. And then I'm like, is he face? What's going on here? Uh, well, he wasn't supposed to be. That was supposed to be a heel move on, on Miz's behalf. Right. But Logan Paul does create his own little uh, hate. Yeah. And so, Coming out wearing a Pokemon card that you just paid over $5 million for. Which he he did, and it's not even a legit card that's worth mm. that much. It's an artist card. It's a legit he, card. It's just not a legit pulled out of the pack card. Yeah, you can't use it in a, in a deck. Right. Well, no, but the, that card, because he also did that at the boxing event that he was into. Mm-hmm. He had that same card, I think. Yep. No, so, it's a different card, because he just it? did it the other night. Because here's the deal. That was, he just on, like, Thursday bought that card and paid $5 million uh, for it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So. But and set the Guinness the, World Record for the most amount paid for a Pokemon card. Well, if you're gonna get a Guinness World Record, I don't know. I'd prefer to be in the Guinness Book for selling the Pokemon card for the most amount. <laughs> That's <laughs> straight up. Anyways, um, no, Logan Paul is a good good thing. I think in terms of who looked like the biggest star, though, Cody Rhodes. And some of it was presentation. 
They fucking yeah. presented him like a returning hero. Yeah. They had the best wrestling match of the night. They did not tell the best story because it was the start of a story. Mm-hmm. So that story is not completed. That has nothing to do with anything that they did wrong. The chain wrestling, all of the match, the whole weekend, that was the best match. Oh, my God. It the reverse the DDT story, from the top rope. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, just everything they did. Everything mm-hmm. they did. The Cody Cutter was beautiful. Yeah. Everything they did. I, in fact, I think there was one match that had better in-ring storytelling. Um, but it was the best chain wrestling match of the night. Absolutely. They were great at it. Of the nights, even. Yeah, both nights. Oh. So Agreed. So. But yeah, yeah, Logan Paul. Logan Paul's definitely on the run with Bad Bunny. If anything, let's see it. Logan Paul, Bad Bunny, next year's WrestleMania. I got exactly. I got yelled at for saying that Logan Paul was as good as Bad Bunny when we weren't <sighs> spoiling things for you mm. as he drinks a sun-kissed. I did not yell Fuck at off. you. I just said I disagreed. <laughs> yeah. Had it been verbally, he'd have been like, you're a fucking idiot. No. Just imagine if you like the Johnny Smarts Knoxville has match. to be right about everything he said. I would have nope. said, you are so dumb. Yeah, because your daughter was in the room. Moving dumb. forward. Moving forward. Best line. This is a tough one because they really didn't, like, speak too much. Welcome to the big leagues, bitch. Yeah. There's that's, a little bit of that. Solid. That's a really <laughs> solid one. I'm going to say Brock's announcing himself. That was good, too. That was fun. Brock announcing himself was good. Uh, both those were good. I don't know. I Call me an old softy, but uh, best line of the night was Triple H saying, welcome to WrestleMania. Yeah, I can't blame you for that. Um, you know. And and if we're counting counting uh, counting uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony, then obviously Taker saying, you know, never say never. I don't was, know. Was I, I don't think that was a great line. I hoped he would have just not used that at all. I mean, if we're talking about great lines and you're talking about Hall of Fame, pretty sure we're going to have to talk about Scott Steiner and his cow. Say it. I'm not very good with live mics. That was great. And we live mic and things can go really I mean, I, I, I even enjoyed the KO whole thing with him talking crap about Texas again and then saying, your, your, your lands aren't even even. You should come to Canada. You know what I mean? And then like we're, we're good people there. I enjoyed that whole little uh segment there too. That was fun. You would Canada. Of course yeah, you would. Skip. And uh but I mean uh yeah, you're in the big leagues now, leave which it, was pretty Leave awesome. it to Montreal to my choice. Yeah, I I I I cannot argue with either of those. I really can't. Uh, but I don't think there's a definitive winner because I don't think anything was outstandingly better than anything else. Well, That's and fair. Like, there's, again, there's a nostalgia pop for, for, well, and the fans saying what? As oh, when Vince was doing in, the Hall of Fame thing? Hall of Fame or in the ring with, with uh, Stone Cold in the ring. Or for sure. Just what is fantastic. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. It definitely wasn't anything Austin said the first night because it sounded like he could not talk. I don't know if Austin woke up on the wrong side of the bed. He wasn't feeling that well. Uh, but I think he, he was, was nervous. Out of it. Maybe. I mean, 19 yeah. years, you go 19 years without riding a bike, and you'll find that 
yeah, but he's riding the bike. Yeah, but he's been in the ring after nineteen. It's the last time he wrestled. It's nineteen years. He's stunned. You go summer without riding a bike, and you forget how to ride a bike. Just just a question: When uh, when when Stone Cold played up in Montreal, did the fans go okay? You know, it's you know, it's qua, right? Qua. Sure. If if you if, if if you're that's gonna right. like that's make right. fun no, of someone who's French, did they did they but did they? Uh, they do. Qua 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 qua. So that's my quick question. I wasn't making fun. I wanted to know for certain. I wanted to know for real. <laughs> but I mean, you were in saying Mexico, gay. They I say thought you were gay. just making fun. They might yeah. say gay. Uh, also, Kevin Owens saying, "Like, just move to Mexico. It's right like there." there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh." It's a valid point, it's though. So good. <laughs> okay, moving on. Best performance of the night. This isn't necessarily in ring specifically. This is this is overall performance. Uh, it can be in ring, but it's not necessarily like like Cody Rhodes might have had the best wrestling performance, but was it the best performance? That's the question. Titus, no, I'm just fucking with you. Actually, I think is the best. I, I think given the fact, this is a nostalgia thing, just given the fact that what we saw of Austin the night before and then him coming the night after and just being really old school Austin again, I, I think I just want to give it to Austin for that sake of the stunners look pretty, aside from Vince's, um, and everything else. Um, just... For the fact that he hasn't, I don't know. I'll open a Fabe Weiser for that. There you go. Fair enough. Uh, and, you know, taking that one bump that he did take, the suplex on the concrete, uh, KO really protected him through and through. But, I mean, given how shot his knees are, especially, like, 19 years later, I, yeah, I think was, I'm going to have to give it to Austin. Like, I mean, I just having fun. He just, you could tell yeah. he had genuine fun. Stunning McAfee, all of it. He just smiled and had fun. Second night, he seemed more comfortable. First night, I don't know. I guess he wasn't ready for the abundance of walking and whatever, because those stomps that he was trying to do were no bueno. <laughs> well, then he then he went to stomping a mud hole. He started off like an old guy. And then he- yeah, but KO was helping him with the foot, though. KO was like, oh, just stay here and go. And then he kind of like, that looks wrong. But then he, the, the, then he kind of like kept it. his yep, leg Yep, there. so <laughs> looks wrong. Yeah. So I'll say Austin just because uh, just the fact that we got two nights of Austin too. I was, you know, obviously expecting one, but. Uh, just Austin doing what he does uh, and then also stunning Vince just out of that whole, oh my God, it really took me back to 97 sort of ordeal. Um, but then it took me back to reality because it was a shitty stunner. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll give it to Austin. Kudos. I don't have a beer. Back to the reality. Oh, Boom. Go. It goes gravity. Ooh, we got a JLB Wiser there. JLB Wiser. But what's funny is it, it, it because of the way you had the background blurring when you held it up, it blurred the the can so like, like it was censoring well, the can. They ain't sponsoring us, so they ain't getting no sponsor. Yeah. Unlike Sun Kissed and Bang, yeah, yeah. bastards. They, 
They get all the sponsorship they need. <laughs> so, so does Ben because they always can have you, two for, two Can you get the Austin beers where you guys are? Is that like a thing? Is it commercially available everywhere, or is it like only in well, Texas? Um, I'm sure not everywhere, but you can probably order it. Yeah, I'm sure you can get it, but I walking into a store to get it, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's find out. Uh, the beer industry must be uh, pretty packed with other stuff. There's so much beers out there. Like I mean, Austin, you really an, got to the wrong business, bud. As an individual performance, I'm going to say Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins was was the limelight of that match. Unfortunately, I love that Cody won, and Cody was great. But um, I I hate saying this, but Seth is still the better wrestler. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and I, I I think because Seth, Seth, Seth is the puts- is the guy who who could put an argument up against Brian Danielson, up against Kenny Omega, up against Hangman Page, up against CM Punk for being Absolutely. best of the world. Um, I oh, I think he's better than CM Punk. Yeah, I, well, no doubt. So, so reportedly, um, just to to get to this comment a bit here, reportedly in the conversation that Cody had with. Um, Vince and Pritchard and Nick Khan when talking about signing and everything, what he said to them was that he honestly believes he is the best wrestler in the world and he wants a chance to prove it. Um, well, I would and, say in that match he didn't prove it, mm-hmm. but he proved he was in the in the upper echelon. I still think Seth is the better wrestler of the two. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that to me is telling a bit about why he left uh, AEW. There's another comment that he made in another uh, interview that's also telling as well. I think when you're in a wrestling uh, organization with Kenny Omega, who many believe is uh, in the conversation for best wrestler in the world. Sure. Um, if you believe you're the best wrestler in the world and you're in the same business or same company with Kenny Omega, it's a little hard to get your chance in, in your mind. He also, Especially when you you threw yourself under the bus for a title shot. Yeah. He also, um, in one of the interviews, said that um, it was after he had his daughter, Liberty, he realized now he's got to go make some real money. Um, right. And and which which plays and to some of the reports. Deal, so yeah, it's which not plays like... to some of the reports that he wanted more money than, than Tony Khan was willing to give him. For sure. Um, now that said, betting against Cody Rhodes has been a bad decision for about eight years. So, so to answer your previous comment about um, Broken Skull Beer, uh, there is no place within a hundred miles of me that mm. can get it. Um, it is currently available in Japan. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, California, Oregon, Nevada, Arizona, Texas. Uh, some parts of Missouri, I'm assuming the more eastern parts, Wisconsin, uh, Indianapolis, or Indiana, I should say, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, uh, Virginia, but not West Virginia, mm. some areas of, of uh, Maryland, some areas of Vermont, some areas of Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, um, Maine and New Hampshire. Okay, Vermont's not too far away. I guess I can always go to uh, Vermont. <laughs> so, 
And then you have to get across the border. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, pass, you pay pass. your duty tax. Go through the duty. You said tree. duty. Duty. Duty, duty, duty. But, right. uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Seth. I, and I feel bad because I feel like that's discounting Cody. You had two of the best wrestlers in the world in that match. Seth was just the better guy that night. Even though he lost, he was the better performer that night. I mean, there, there's a certain amount of nerves when you're coming out. <laughs> well, and, you know, I mean, he, here's what I will give for Cody, right? A lot of wrestlers in, in the back before a big match like this um, are jogging, warming up, doing a lot of stuff here and there, maybe maybe doing some of the, the, the band curls to get pumped up, uh, all of this stuff. Cody was in his fucking trailer uh cordoned off so no one could see him and then uh they made him put on a hoodie and rode straight to the place and then put on stuff so he didn't have warm-up time prior to that no no um so you you mentioned you know it could have been nerves and all this stuff it could have just also been warm-up you know uh uh yeah i mean he's the second best wrestler this weekend Mm mm-hmm and he was wrestling against the guy who put on the best show. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm certainly not down talking him. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to think that. I'm just saying in that match, Seth looked like the better performer. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a WWE mark after all. Yeah. I don't think I am. I, uh, I, I would still, I agree with you on almost all your points here i would still give the edge to cody as uh, for using the word performance because i think it also includes the entrance and and that's Uh, fair that's absolutely fair because the performance including the entrance including the 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 look that came across his face when he saw the crowd like he's he talked in, in like behind the scenes about how he thought he was prepared to see the crowd and he wasn't because unlike previous shows, he couldn't peek out of the curtain and see the crowd. His first view of the crowd was when he came up the, the up Cody the, Vader. Yeah. Um, Cody Vader. It's Sam. Uh, Sorry. Hall of Fame inductee. It's been in my head the whole weekend. So, um, so that's why I give the slight edge to Cody, but you know, I, I like, like you said, uh, best wrestling match of the weekend for WWE was that match. Yeah. Um, um, because it had two of the best wrestlers in the world. Yes. Whether you want to argue that that they're that either one of them is the best, I that's so subjective it'll never be true. I, you're gonna be able to find somebody who will say otherwise. But yeah, you you know I have been a sucker for Cody's uh, uh, mic skills for yeah. That'll be the difference maker when he's um, while he's in WWE and. I am. I am apropos tomorrow night. Yeah, I am so looking forward to Cody coming out on the mic on the Raw after WrestleMania and giving his speech, his first WWE promo in six years, Uh, his first actual promo as Cody Rhodes in even longer for WWE. Right. Yeah, because it was Stardust before. Yeah. Why did he do the Stardust thing? Because everyone knows he's Stardust. So you can play off it. 
but you can also play off that I'm not Stardust anymore. Look, you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. I was wasted <laughs> doing this, so I'll do the Stardust cartwheel, but I, then I'll show you. I I would I will I he's got to make a reference to everybody who's ever bet against him and, and lost because everybody's bet against him at some point and lost. Yeah, in wrestling. So anyway. So, Smarts, do you, you so you're giving it to Cody? I'm giving it to Seth. Mm-hmm. JLB, and JLB gave it to Stone Cold. Give it to Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, under hype of the night, what was the match that surprised you the most, or moment? I should say, doesn't have to be a match, but I'm gonna have to go with. Um... Miz, uh, Je- uh, Logan Paul, and um, the Mysterios. I was really impressed Ooh. with Logan Paul, more more specifically. Yeah, specifically, Logan Paul for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good good one. Um, I'm going to give it not my answer first, and so I'm going to give you my my controversial, controversial, not a good answer, but still a reasonable answer. Um, almost versus Lashley again was surprisingly better than I thought it would be. Um, that doesn't mean it was great. I mean, it was it was a C minus match. I expected it to be shit, and it wasn't. And that's because of Bobby Lashley, that's hands terrible. down, because of Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, my a- actual underhype of the night is Pat McAfee. That dude put on every every ounce of the performance against the not as good as as Adam Cole Bebe, um performer as he did with Adam. Cole Bebe. Pat McAfee was was underhyped. Uh, before, the story wasn't, but he himself was. But before I give my um my answer to this, I do have a trivia question. What was Cody Rhodes' last opponent in WWE? And I specifically say Cody Rhodes, not, so Stardust. not Stardust. Randy Cody Orton. Rhodes. No. I, I'm gonna guess it wasn't RKO. Okay. I don't know. No, I'll give you a hint. Uh he was he was part of a tag team at the time, and it was against a tag team that included another generational wrestler in it. Well, that was vague as fuck. Good job. It, it's it Tibiasi limits... and someone else. No, Tibiasi's son. It could be. That's what I'm going at. Was a it, generational wrestler. So was there it, was it John. Was it was it the Rock? It was the nope. Rock. It was not the Rock, and it was not DiBiase Jr. either. It was in 2014. Cody Rhodes and Goldust versus the Wyatt family. Axel. Oh, Ryback and Axel. Curtis Axel. Well, jeez, he was the best wrestler in that match. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Even in and 2014. Then, what What's really funny is that was uh, in June of 2014, and then by the end of June 2014, just two weeks later, actually on the 16th of June, he debuted as Stardust against Ryback Axel. 
So his last match as Cody Rhodes and his first match as Stardust uh, on TV were. Anyways, um, under hype of the night for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, Pat McAfee definitely plays into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one out that you could make a legitimate argument it was not an under hype, um, but because the match came together only in the past like three weeks, um, uh, I I still would make an argument myself for it. But uh, Edge and AJ Styles, uh, because three weeks ago Edge didn't have a match. It felt oddly exhausting to watch, though. God, I don't know why. They're so good. And every ounce of it was good. But mm-hmm. uh, it, just... it was the longest match of the weekend for WWE. I bet That's it was. Why it felt oddly exhausting. Uh, I was just 24 minutes long. Uh, 24? The, 24. The previous wow. long was 21 and a half for Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. See that I didn't notice though. I didn't that, notice it was twenty one. No, yeah, that didn't feel three, excessively long. Three minutes, three minutes can make is a difference. A long but... time. It, it is. It especially is when those two are, and I and I. This is not an insult because both of them are better in ring performers than I have ever been or ever will be. But there has been, and I understand that they're developing a story with Edge. We're finally going to get factions back in WWE, and that's a fucking blessing. Yeah. I just wish they the, the Ministry of Darkness 2.0. Yeah, I, well, uh, and I wish they would have. What was it? Something, some judge thing, judge decree or something. They're apparently WWE has a trademark for it already. Well, they're gonna they, they're gonna need a couple more wrestlers than just Damian Priest. Yeah. And him, but, well, yeah. and the thing is, my about my only thing is, I wish Damian Priest had been more instrumental in the finish. Like he just showed up, I just and like stood there, yeah, and a then distraction. I'm okay with it. I would well, like to see him attack AJ after the match was over. Maybe, maybe I, I think, I think more than just being a just like a oh look at me distraction. He should have been a, an actual physical distraction, not just standing there, but maybe getting up on the ring apron. I don't necessarily think he needed to be a part of the match or interfere directly in the match. But it, it bugs me this concept of of these are the most trained and seasoned wrestlers on the planet, including especially AJ Styles, the phenomenal one who's been doing it for a long time. And he gets so distracted by someone just being there that he messes up his move. Yeah, I understand it. And I I just it bugs me. And so I I I would have preferred there to be something more. Like he goes to get up there and then. Damian Priest is on the other side of the cor- apron corner, and 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 that makes him stop his move because now he sees someone in his direct line of sight yeah. there, you know that could. Yeah, maybe... If you don't, if you don't notice him, do you hit the phenomenal forearm and win? Hmm. Um. And even more, you know, if he's there and you try to do the phenomenal forearm, he actually could impact that move up on the ring apron right next to you, right? Um, whereas if he's on the ground, you have to move or you don't, you know, it's all up to you still. Anyways, it's a nitpicky thing. Um, and I, to me, I, the, the entrance for edge, it was by far the most, uh, elaborate entrance of the, of the weekend in many ways. Um, 
know, because it had the fire and had the the lighting and all of this stuff. You know, prior to that, we had uh, Bianca Belair came out to the the marching band. Um, you had um, Cody Rhodes's entrance, which just was pyro. You know, uh, that's about all it was. Um, Edge's entrance was the first that was really like an elaborate WrestleMania entrance for the you know. Uh, Seth had the choir there. Yeah, the choir, but it's still again. It's in the same a, category as Bianca's. Yeah, it's the same category as, as the marching band. It's just people out there singing or making the music as you go. Whereas, um, I you know I I mean when I talk think of a WrestleMania entrance, I think uh you know a lot of this guy's entrances land on there. You know, oh he's he's dressed up like the Terminator or he comes up on a giant throne with with. Um, slave women around him or whatever you want to call him. I don't know. Anyways. Which is what Edge did. No slave women. But... No slave women, but that's more or less what Edge did. And so I I would like to have seen more of that just in general. Uh, I mean, you, you had Sa- Sasha drove up on a Lambo. That was cool. She drove like 30 feet. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't go down with it. I'm like, why? No, the, she, the, the ramp going down is too thin and they can't make that corner. <laughs> not in a Lambo, you can't. Not in a Lambo, you can't. That's fair. Those things don't have tight turning radiuses, and they ride so low. Getting over that hump at the top would have been a nightmare. <laughs> have her get high centered. Try to she, drive it down she, there. she, she, if she could make the corner, she'd go. <laughs> that wouldn't have looked so good. Um, I oh, I, I, I meant I'm going to go back to best line for one moment. Because uh, I, I remind, remembered one, and it was simply one word, shoosh. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Shut up. So, um, moving on. I, I don't I don't like shoosh, but I like the other one. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That one I like. Shoosh, I just want to uh. smack him. I like shoosh. I want to shove my fingers down his throat. While That's the um, idea. Of <laughs> oddly enough, oddly enough, I like shoosh, but I don't like Mrs. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. See, and I love that one. I See, love and that so one. It, it's a flip flop for me. But we will move on to the OMG moment of the weekend. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, I could say Austin Vince. I could say Cody Rhodes' entrance. Cody Rhodes appearing, rather. Um, I, a lot of people will say Cody Rhodes. I'm going to say Montez Ford's um, uh, over the over the edge of the ring jump. Um, yeah, to the outside. Oh yeah, that was that was awesome. that, that was yeah. I think- I think I'm going to say in that same match, the back-to-back RKOs. Um, one from Riddle, run from Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. The snakes? Can we talk about horrible. those vipers? The CGI. Fuck oh, that CGI. Fucking, fucking, I hate the AR shit. Oh, my God. It was the Riddle Viper and the Randy Viper. <laughs> and the Randy Viper's the... biting at the Riddle one the whole time. <laughs> but, no, the Riddle one is like, Running away or slithering away, like no, you can't get me. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. nope. So, I, I, I hate oh. all of the the AR. I hate it all. Every single. I hate. I hate. I, I even sent you a message. The Roman Reigns AR looks like it's uh fucking ejaculating at the camera. 
I thought the um, Bobby Lashley was an AR until it was actually just him on a podium. And I'm like, oh my God, he looks like a beast. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking, I hate, I hate big time Bex's stupid smiling. Oh, AR but that face. WWE intro Bex thing is awesome. Um, I hate the Bianca Belair whipping lips. Mm. I hate them all. Fucking, I fucking hate the CGI uh, birds that come out when. Riddle See, makes his I jump hate. entrance. Yes, that I'm not a fan of either. Yeah. Fucking hate them all. And and probably I'm gonna say the biggest reason I hate them is because they're only for the fans at home, not for the fans in the, like the fans there who paid money to come to WrestleMania don't get to see any of that. Um and so it's it's developing something for the ring entrance. Maybe it's in the, maybe it's in the screen though or something. Maybe it's on like the screen for them or something. No. Could be. I, it, it might be, but even if it's on the screen or not, it's still not part of the entrance. You have to look at a different spot to see it. Right. Um, and that's my point is it, it's, it's. Which at WrestleMania, <laughs> there's a bunch Sorry. of people looking at the screens instead. Well, of yeah. If, if you're, if you're in the nosebleeds, you got to look at the, well, frankly, if you're in the nosebleeds, you probably have Peacock on your phone. Um, watching it. Watching it that way. But anyways, we will move on. To best move, I gotta give it to the flip flop and fly with the elbow. <laughs> so much nostalgia that just like came out of me. I was just like, oh, yeah. The bionic bionic elbow. Yep. Didn't do shit, but yeah. It's kind of like you know when 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 the Rock would pull out the the people's elbow, even in his later years, you know. It didn't do shit to people, but you knew no. it was fun. Um, yeah, there so was just I, a, I, I don't it. want it to be in every match, but when you came back to WWE, when when you know you're you're a guy who's gone and proven yourself in a way that nobody's ever done. Like I'll so much prove it. I'll I'll create your competition, so you have to heighten your product. Um, oh my god, yeah, like absolutely. Give me the nostalgia that is your dad. Yeah. And he did that after I think he did I, like two like roads. Uh, I legitimately at one point hoped he would do either Shattered Dreams or the Curtain Call, like something for his brother as well. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, and that's okay. And and someday he will. Someday he'll do a Curtain Call instead of a sure. Crossroads, or that's he'll it. do. I don't think he'll do the Shattered Dreams, but the Curtain Call is definitely one he could do. Or he could go back to the natural and do a Bulldog. That would be fine. Either one of those is great. Um, I enjoyed the blockbuster by Logan Paul on the, off the second row. Was that second row? Yeah. The top row? Oh, no, the blockbuster in the in the tag matches. Um, God, who was that that did that? Was that was that uh, American Alpha? Um, Alpha I'm Academy? trying to remember. Probably. Alpha Academy that did the blockbuster. Yeah. Um, anyway, that, that high-level blockbuster was fantastic. There was a lot of really good moves in that match, though. But I, the one that Can't forget about go. the apron bump, AJ and Edge, off the mm-hmm. I think it was like a the, superplex. If I'm not the power bomb into the into the barricade mm-hmm. from yeah. Seth to Cody. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna bring up uh, Bianca though, dropping Bex onto the top rope. That one was like, oh my god, that needs to be a finisher. Um, <laughs> here's a match we barely talked about here, but uh, it was full of some good moves. Uh, the the fatal four way tag match for the women's championship. 
Oh yeah. Um, Sasha and Naomi ended up winning. Than I thought it would be. Uh, it was a good match all in all. Uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley were there to be powerhouses, and and Liv was there to get beat up a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalia and Shayna were there to be uh, scary and then inconsequential. Um, but the the real key was was Sasha and Naomi. This was their crowning moment. Um, oh. And uh, um, I like you know, that Naomi and, finally named the butt bump. It's called the rear view. Yeah. Oh, they've called it that for a they, while. They've called it that for a while, though. No, okay, cool. You just yeah. haven't been paying but, attention to Naomi. I, I, I mostly glaze over as soon as Naomi comes out, but I did know it was called the rear view. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I will point out that Sasha Banks uh, winning there did uh, actually put her back in the positive column for wins at WrestleMania. Yeah, she no longer um, has a streak. Uh, uh, which which also means that uh, Johnny Knoxville, the match before, for a short period of time, had more wins at WrestleMania than Sasha Banks had. Um, now he's tied. And I'm sure Sasha will break that next year. Well, I'm not going to give into your hate. That for years, I'm not going to give into your hate. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. Logan Match Paul for a day of more wins. The weekend. This is our big category. This is our big one. This is and this is the tough one because if we're talking just strictly wrestling match, two of us have gone on record saying it's the Cody Rhodes Seth, Seth Rollins. That match. is the best wrestling match. But but we're not the talking necessarily story, specific. The best so. storytelling match was Bianca yeah. and Bex. Um, and then finally, the, there's there's actually three different parts to this. The best all around, I would actually give to the men's tag match tonight, the triple threat that told the story during the match, after the match, before the match. There was a story being told up to it. There was great performance inside the ring from all teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst parts of that match were shoes. <laughs> And that's only because I hate shoosh. Yeah, you should just shush. Yeah, I'm shush. okay with that. I loved, I loved. I don't know who, I don't know who it was who just he was talking, and then when his music hit, it was like shush, please. And then the announcer just shushed. <laughs> I, 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 I will absolutely say that, in my opinion, the best match of the of the weekend was the triple threat for the tag titles. Wow, I guess I got to rewatch that triple threat tag title match. Fair. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I'm gonna have to go with Bianca and um, like I said, best storytelling match there was. Yeah. It was a great match. It was a great, great match. match. It was a great match. I, it, you know, to me, it's kind of a toss up. I because I'm I'm a sucker for for in ring wrestling, and so for me, the Cody and Seth for sure. has yeah. has yeah. a lot of weight to it. Um, I'm also a Cody Rhodes fan. I've said it before how much I think he's one of the best promos in the game, mm-hmm. and I still believe it. Um, and, and I do think he's a, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Um, he, I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying the, the problem, I think the, the problem though, that, um, it came down to is, uh, when negotiating with Tony Khan, it's not about whether you're the best wrestler in the world. It's whether you're the biggest draw in the world. Right. And I think that's what it came down to is you can be the best wrestler in the world. If you're not drawing, 
It doesn't matter. Well, right? I mean, he um, pigeonholed himself in the MJF feud mm-hmm. into a spot that didn't allow him to be a big draw. Unless he turned heel, and then he refused to turn heel. Right? There, there are a lot of things. If I said it before. If Cody Rhodes had turned heel at, at fucking All Out last year, or, or uh, Full Gear last year, um, he would have been one of the, the biggest draws in the game. And he would have gotten his, his contract with AEW. Uh, but because he refused to turn heel, he wants to be the face. He wants to be the baby face so much. And that's fine. Right? That pigeonholed him into a, into a situation. Your made. name is the American Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be a heel at some point. Anyways. Um, it's a toss up there. I think in the end, uh, adding the championship to the Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch might put it over the edge there. That there were stakes to that one that the Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins didn't yet have, because there are no championship belts involved in that. So, um, oh, I hope that have... keeps going, man. I hope him and oh, Seth keep going. It it's definitely going to. Um, I mean, because they they've got to have a program for, for that Cody to start. That will with. likely be WWE's best view of the year, barring Ed, barring well, Edge Roman becoming the thing later on in the year, or Roman versus. Cody and Cody taking the title off of him. Um, I don't know. That's, uh, that's I don't know if that's happening. I think there's genuine thought that, that Roman's holding the title, holding a title till WrestleMania next year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, ultimately... One of the two it, he has right now. Yeah, or just losing it at Royal Rumble and then him and Rock face off at Mania yeah. and doesn't need a title. Yeah. I I'm That'd still I'm going on record now saying uh that uh I think it's all a pipe dream of the fans that they want it to be so true that the rock is going to come back and wrestle against Roman. They want it so badly that they keep putting it there. I yeah. am going to continue to say that I do not think the rock's uh contracts is insurance and his contracts with with um movies are going to allow him to have an actual match. I, I think with future. another year, another year, you could pull it off. The The I, big thing is it's a pre-built storyline where the, I, the Rock just says, I am the head of the table. I am I, the one making I, the money. I get all of this stuff here. Uh, what it comes down to is The Rock has seven movies that he's contracted for over the next year. Seven. Well, you know, Black yeah. Adam's done. It's filmed. Um, but I'm not including the ones that he's filmed. I'm talking about seven additional movies that he still has to film Jesus. over the next year or so um, that he's executive producer on as well as star in. Um, well, if he's and, the executive producer, he can allow himself to do stuff. Uh, but the executive <laughs> producer does not control what the insurance allows. Yeah, and the true. insurance is, is where the problem comes into. Anyways, um, but that's beside the point. Here's my thing. My only question coming away from this is, how are they handling this unification? Um, Because so far, it sounds like it's unification in name only, that in reality, it's just going to be Roman Reigns carries around two belts. Yeah, it sounds like Roman's going to have a a setup. My prediction is that it'll be set up so Roman has to carry two titles, which means at some point he's going to have two matches in the same night, and he will lose the second match, probably by some type of smallest finish to yeah. to Brock. But 
it would be more than fine if it was Cody or Seth. Yep. Um, or Edge. Edge with the new faction. Or potentially a multi-fall match. First yeah. fall is for one belt. Second fall is for the other belt. I don't know. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and so something like that. Um, but to me, that's not unification. When I hear unification, my brain thinks, oh, now the belts are going to be together in one. It's going to be one yeah. belt again. No. No, um, there, I don't think that's happening. And and so that's that's the... I, I don't think it's happening. I didn't think it was going to happen from the beginning because I'm... Uh, everything I've read says that uh, uh, yeah, Fox you, wants their own belt. USA Network wants, wants their to, own belt, yeah. you know, um, so that their champion can be the champion on that brand. So anyways. And, and Roman could carry that. He'll be fine. Um, I do. I think it's by SummerSlam. I don't know. Um, WWE just proved to us that they can long-term storyline build with with Bianca and Becky, and then they also proved it with Brock Roman. Yeah, um, they... And yes, I know Brock Roman. I, I understand this was a different Brock Roman than there was in the past. Yeah. The thing is, they proved that they can, but they also proved at the same point that there's they're sometimes so inept at it that they put uh, two of their belts on two stars and then don't give either of them matches on WrestleMania. Um, That's it. True. And <laughs> I'm referring to Finn Balor and, and Ricochet. Um, and, and here's the deal. Uh, it, that is just Finn and Rick, just so you know. Yeah, it's, it's Finn and Rick. It's, it's Bal and Shay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going off the last names now, huh? Yes. I mean, Shay technically only has one name. <laughs> so he's just using the last verbs, the last letters of Ricochet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shay. Rick and O'Shea. O'Shea. The, Latino, well, he... the, the Latino O'Shea. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like he's, he's uh, Irish Latino. Thank you very much. He is <laughs> Ricardo O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. Um, anyways. And his favorite restaurant is Carlos O'Kelly's. That's a niche reference that only the Midwest is going to get. <laughs> there are going to be Damn. people out in the West Coast Damn going, good I restaurant. get that. Pasta Diablo, bitches. Anyways. Um, so we've made it through the review. I'm going to take a little bit of time here because I finally got new packs to open. It's only four cards in each pack, so we're going to fucking run, run through them all. Cause we got through that review faster than I expected. Mm-hmm. I think there's we, a lot of agreement about the, the stuff we didn't like. So let's Namely, see if we Vince get, McMahon. Let's see if we get any champions in these cards. These cards are fancy. So. Xavier Woods. Is, I told you these cards. Is are that fancy. a hologram card? Or is that They're all, all fucking hollow cards. Or That's shiny, at least. Badass, yeah. Chromium cards. Um, We got... Jay Uso. Oh, main event Jay Uso. I'm trying to figure out why Roman's okay with him having the nickname main event Jay Uso. We've got <laughs> Bailey. Bailey coming Bay, off the Bay. top rope. And then we've got an uncrowned greatness card of doesn't uh, make a focus Lex on Luger. Lex Luger. Luger, Luger. I, mean, I don't know. I, uncrowned greatness must mean, I don't know, that 
they because it's Cam Neely didn't, that didn't win the title. Or? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, that's we are we already have our first uh, no longer in WWE card. Ooh, and it is Jackson Riker. Mm. <clears throat> Wait, so Bray didn't show up anywhere, huh? Nope, did not. He trolled us. Well done. I kind of thought that when he. I'm like, quite, quite. If he was supposed to be a surprise at WrestleMania, uh, someplace, then he wouldn't tweet out a picture of him and say, "I just arrived in Dallas." Um, so I was like, "Why? Why is he doing this?" Okay, we have Miss Flair. Ooh, okay. Putting Woo. Becky Lynch in the Boston Crab. Wonder if Ric Flair saw that match. That match might have been a better. Rick Flair, uh, Charlotte Flair, Ronda match than the one he's referring oh, to. God, Sheamus. Any word on uh, Rick Boogs? How long he's out for? We uh, I he... I hear Boogs. he I hear he blew out his quad. It tore it off at the patella tendon. So yeah, um, very similar to a Triple H injury. Probably six oh, months. Oh wow. Oh damn! Yep. And then this is a cool hollow card of a now AEW wrestler, Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott, aka nice. Swerve, Swerve Strickland. Strickland. That's a really nice looking card, though. Mm-hmm. Only four cards per pack. We are so fast. we are awaiting a YouTube comment to see if it was a joke or. A troll, just so you know. Probably both. Um, Commander Aziz. Prophetic that we just talked about. Rick Boogs. Boogs! And I love to rock with Shinsuke Nakamura. Best wrestler of the weekend for WWE, Seth Seth Rollins. Rollins. You're actually agreeing with that, then, huh? I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Cody Rhodes in the ring, but in the ring, he and then Mace, who that's lame. That card is way too fancy for Mace. These are all fucking fancy cards. (laughs) We've got another no longer with WWE. Ember Moon. Not currently any place else, but I thought I thought she was named All Elite. Nope. Not yet. She signed her contract. That was Tony Storm. Yes. Yes. It was All Elite. Candice LeRae. AA. Soon to be not with the WWE, but right now on. I'm I'm surprised Champa didn't uh, show up. Uh, I guess he'll show up on Raw tomorrow. Ugh. Rumble pops Goldberg. Mm. By pops, they're talking about the fact that he's old. Yeah, and it to match up with my Xavier Woods, I got a Kofi Kingston. Nice. Now I just need to get a big E and at least I'd have the whole new day. Let's see. 
Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Nice. No, it's not. It's Mark yeah. Smarks. It's Mark Smarks. Now, for a while, it's Mark Smarks Thompson, but it's going to go back, I'm sure, at some point. We've got Aaliyah. Mm, okay, that's interesting. So that's a fairly new pack then. Well, she's been in NXT for a while, but then... Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. Because Swerve yeah. was, was only on for a week with WWE. Yeah. We have mm, Big Time Bex. Nice. So this is pre-Big Time, so this is just Becky, but, you know. Two, this is uh, two, two the, man. the Man. The Man. The Man. The Man. And then uh, a hollow of Shotzi. Nice. Shotzi. <laughs> Dan boy, Dan boy. Drew McIntyre. That's a good card. So was that timeout real quick? Was that a legitimate rope cut? I'm, I'm, yes. I, as far I, as I can tell, it was. No, I, I think that was just a hold on a because that's the same ropes that Baron Corbin leaned against. Right. That's after. my point. Is Here's the deal is WWE uses actual rope, not cable, right? Because they like the way rope looks. That sword is sharp enough and he swings it hard. If that sword is sharp enough and he swings it, um, I think it it was supposed to go through all three. And he didn't swing it right, so it didn't hit the bottom one hard enough to break. Um, But I think that was a legitimate cut. Um, No longer with WWE. John, John Morrison. Morrison and anywhere else. <laughs> Liv Morgan, or okay. as uh, JLB calls her, Live Morgan. Live Morgan. Morgan. And a where the fuck is he, Elias? He's apparently bald now. They told him to cut his hair, and he did. And Vince doesn't like him bald, so they're waiting on him to grow his hair back to put him back on TV. Yeah, what I heard was that it was even more. They didn't get permission from Vince for him to cut his hair. Oh, um, And so Vince saw him with his haircut and was like, wait, no, you're supposed to be a rock star. He's like, well, no, they, they told me to cut my hair. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't, wasn't that he went and got it cut by himself. It was... Somebody yep. like Pritchard or, or yep. McCall. They'd have told him to cut his hair. We've got Queen Zelina. Well, it's better than Charmel, I'll tell you that much. How did she in, in, inducted into the Hall of Fame? They had nobody else, but she was probably one of the best speeches, aside from Taker. She was well-spoken. She was very grateful and whatever have you. Like Her speech was pretty awesome. But, yeah, I don't know how she's in the Hall of Fame. We've got Io Yo, Shirai. NXT. Io We've got Mustafa Ali, still technically with the company. But nowhere to be found. Well, because he asked for his release and they won't grant it, so he's he's just boycotting at home. Um, nice. And then the final one, which is funny to me, it's a Legacies card that... Um, uh, talks about how this guy is reminiscent of longest reigning WWE champion Bruno San Martino. Nice. Cesaro, who is no longer with the company. 
reminiscent of a guy who never also, got to hold the title. It's a really cool looking card. I got to be honest with you. These cards As it are should all be. Going... Cesaro is awesome. These cards are all going up on my. Uh... I have a strange feeling when his 90 days up, he'll be ROH. That that's gonna be the interesting thing to see now, to be perfectly honest, is how AEW handles contracts from now on. Like, are they gonna do ROH exclusive contracts or are they just going to do uh ROH AEW? This person is all elite, all elite. yeah. Yeah, or they are well, they do exclusive it, I think that'll there? probably depend on if they get a TV contract for ROH. Um so it's gonna be interesting there, but but anyways, we had a good, fun weekend. A nice nice short show all in all. I do like those. I'm going to probably go buy more of those cards. So maybe next week Reflective. I'll have more. Was that all of them? That was all of them. Boy, we went through 21 pretty fast. We went through 28 just as fast. Yeah. <laughs> Seven times three is 21. <laughs> Pre-show jokes. Sorry, guys. Yes. Oh, oh, was that on the pre-show? Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> but, but on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit because um, it's been a long weekend and we're all fucking exhausted, um, as we can tell by D.A. Fabe playing um, fucking Star Trek with his... Jordine. Yes. Commander LaForge set a course for... I don't know. <laughs> fucking beta system. I just I my eyes hurt too, like Smarks's or like like whoever the fuck you are. JLB's. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I, I I just have to point out that JLB has not commented on his new name the entire night. Uh yeah, I mean no, I mean it's valid. So, you know. I only see I worked myself because I'm always like on the corner here so uh no I, I i know you guys always fuck around with it i just stopped caring <laughs> wow i'm sorry how did that side a little note, too blunt? A little too because blunt? because you do moonlight and i know business smarts off but side note i am going to ask on the moonlighting job um how did how did your sunday slam rundown thing that was Scheduled for Saturday and then Sunday and then Saturday and Sunday and Sunday. 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 No, it was good. It was good. We uh, we all loved night uh, night one. We thought night one was going to be the better night. Um, but yeah, it probably was. Probably it was. was. Rankings, yeah. If I had to, if I had to, if that was our last little thing award, I would say night one was better. Um, I would say. Two. So I argued a little bit with Smarks about this <clears throat> at the beginning of the show about this being the best pay-per-view of the year. I would say I'm talking about the quality matches, not the ones mm. that take it down. So I guess I should concede that AEW has never put Vince McMahon getting a crap stunner. I should concede that sometimes things have to take away from your perfect score, even if they're extra credit. Right. Um, so if you... If you answer potato to two plus two equals four as your extra credit question, which is exactly what they did when they had been in the segment with Pat McAfee, and exactly what they did in anything Dominic related, because that's been two <laughs> plus two equals potato for a long time. Um, 
That's the only concession I'm going to make to you, Smarks. I still think it was the best pay-per-view of the year because it had the most high-quality matches. But the low qualities two are 2 plus 2 equals potato. I, and, and my argument we're is bad. we're talking as a whole of a yeah, pay-per-view. I, and I understand. And when you and, talk about a whole of a pay-per-view... It doesn't. I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to concede them being extra credit. They're part of the test. It was a yeah. longer test than than the other ones, but they still failed parts of the test. I um, would maybe say best WWE pay per view though. It's best oh. WWE pay per view by far. Yeah. And again, it 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 very easily is on the list as probably second I mean, best pay per view of the year. Remember how pissed off we were that Brock won the Royal Rumble, and then that that Brock won uh, at Elimination Chamber. Like all these times that Brock won, we were pissed off. I, I'm not pissed. Sure. I'm not pissed. Nope. Brock's I'm just tired. I'm just more tired than anything. Not pissed though. Uh, this was WWE's best pay per view of the year. Yep. Yeah. And again, like I said, it's probably the second best pay per view of the year as a whole. Um, but if you do remove those matches, this was a better pay per view. I don't know. Sure, I haven't watched if you, Supercard of Honor yet. I if you, if you remove all the shitty parts of, of fucking the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, you get a good movie. Um, but you can't you can't argue that you take the shitty parts out and just grade it on the good parts. Um, you don't uh, get a good movie with Deepwater, you, though. You, don't, you have half a, half a television show if you take out the shitty parts of Daredevil, though. Yeah, but it still could be a good movie. Meaning, you not only have half a television show, you just have a courtroom drama that isn't very good with a blind with a blind lawyer. Again, first of my all, point the still ruled. Be... The movie was garbage. That's what I'm talking about. The movie. That's what I said. Yeah. The Ben Affleck movie. Uh, I, I'm, I'm saying. Great. I'm saying that if you have the and, Ben Affleck movie and, and and take out the bad parts, all you have left is a courtroom drama. And and, and I'm going to say the ending credits. <laughs> I'm going to say um, there there were action parts in the first daredevil movie that were okay um there were action scenes there were also ones that were horrendously bad um sorry i was thinking of the electra movie which was yeah the electra movie was horrible but the daredevil movie that you know the electra part was one of the worst parts where they had a kind of flirty fight on play uh, on uh, playground equipment um, their their utter attempt to try and keep up with Michelle Pfeiffer and yeah. and uh, so th- there were the a lot of bads to it. But again, my 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 argument is if you take all the shitty parts out of even the shittiest of things, it becomes better because you've taken the shitty parts out. But you have to grade things as a whole, right? And the shitty parts Fair stay enough. in as part of the grade. Um, for for another example, a more current uh, example, right? Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was by far a better movie than the Justice League that went to the theaters. But here's the deal. The Justice League that went to the theaters is the one that most people saw, and it's the one that's official according to Warner Brothers, right? So you can't argue that the Justice League, if you just remove the shitty parts, was good. Um, because, no, you have to add in some shitty parts to make uh, some not shitty parts to make it good and you have to you have to judge it on what we saw and what we saw from this was um to a go CGI through the mustache in Vince McMahon yeah. for, for, from this CGI we, yo, uh, night one we had good match okay match okay match good match or no great match great match 
okay match, okay match, right? Um, that still puts it above above average by by a long shot, but there's still a lot of okays. And there was one meh in there. Uh, night two, good match, eh, match, bleh, match, good match, uh, match, I'm, I'm curious how you're ranking these. I gotta, I gotta pull up the cards. I'm pretty sure the um, meh match was Bobby Lashley and Omos. Uh, the match was Bobby Lashley and Omos. The meh match was Johnny Knoxville. Um, oh and then the second God. meh match was Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Um, and then the third one is Vince. And, and then the third one is Vince and, and Pat McAfee, right? And, and AEW has never put on any of those three matches. Yes. And 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 some of it, I mean, some of it is just the fact that AEW never puts on a two-night bloat fest of, of a show like WrestleMania has gotten to be. Because um, in the end, if these had been one night, this would have been a nine-hour-long pay-per-view, right? Remember um, remember the last WrestleMania that was a seven-hour-long WrestleMania. Yep. And, and we complained about it being over-bloated and long. And at that point, I'll be the first to admit. At that point, I said I think they should make WrestleMania two night event. Um, and, and I'm glad they have. I just and, and and the same bloat spread out over two nights is preferable to all in one night. Yes. Um, but but AEW increasing this the uh, celebrity matches is not a good thing. Yeah, but AEW has never put on a two night event and. Never put on a seven-hour-long event. The longest ma- one they've had was, I think, four hours. Um, and so they they are forced by necessity to be leaner and to uh, make sure that none of the stuff they put out is meh, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. I would say the network. That's the downside to streaming mm-hmm. is that you have the freedom to do. Hell, if they wanted to go another four hours tonight, they could have. Well, if they and, wanted to make Brock Roman the longest match in, in WrestleMania history, they could have. Yeah, well, and you know, um, we mentioned uh, NXT Stand and Deliver right earlier, uh, but keep in mind that was on Saturday, right? Um, yeah. And so, you know, effectively on Saturday they had two pay per views. You know. Right. Yep. Um, and in that one there, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai in a pre-match, uh, pre-show match defeated Toxic Attraction to win the championships, the tag belts. Um, that was an okay match, but pre-show, so we don't count it. Cameron Grimes defeated Poor Carmelo Gigi. Hayes. Gigi, I'll, I'll console you. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes uh, in the latter match won versus Carmelo Williams, Santos Escobar, uh, Solo Sikoa, and uh, Grayson Waller. With Grayson Waller nearly killing his, himself, um, <laughs> Tony uh-huh. D'Angelo defeated Tommaso Ciampa, MSK defeated Imperium and the Creed Brothers, um, Mandy Rose defeated Cora J, Kaylee Ray, and Yo Shirai, Gunther defeated LA Knight, and Dolph Ziggler defeated Braun Breaker. Um, that's a seven match, six main card matches, um, and only one of those would I argue was, was meh. Right. The rest of them were all solid matches. And you know why? Because they only had room for seven total matches. They had to cut out the fat. Um, and uh, WrestleMania has gotten fat. Let's just say it that way. 
obese motherfucker. Yeah, well, we can smell it. Go on a diet. God damn it. So, anyways, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for uh, this. Is DA Fabe waving something like he, he wants to say something, or is he waving? I'm saying goodbye. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell that that looks very much like no, the wait, the, wait, wait, don't the, wait I, I got something to don't say. Shoot, don't um, but so on that note, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up, right? You can follow us on all of the social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU on pretty much any of the social medias except for uh, Facebook, where you have to do at Pissant Podcast. I, I would point at my hat, but I'm not wearing the right hat, so instead yeah. I'll point at Da Fabe's shirt when he comes on. Boom that pissant podcast you can also support us by going to our merch store you can find that at pissant podcast on facebook or raw and order wbu.myspreadshop.com link is in the doobly-doos you can get the pissant podcast shirt you can get the autograph shirt like he's pointing at you can get the hat like i'm wearing or the sasha bear shirt like i'm wearing or many 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 other shirts on there so not this uh, one this oh, not, not, nothing that jlb's wearing because oh, he goodness. stopped caring i st- uh, at JLB420 Real Talk Radio I mean what Fabe said but I do it better uh, so you can follow me at JLB420 on Twitter Real Talk Radio though is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8 anchor.fm slash RTR link will be down below in the doobly news I got a link tree now so just click on that you'll see all where you can follow me in one little lovely little website and uh, that is that. I do many things, movies, music, uh, wrestling, um, and all that fun stuff. And I, boy, do I have a review for Deepwater. Huge Ben Affleck fan. This one, not so much. I will be putting that review up tomorrow. Back to you. And you can find the district attorney, Vincent K. Fabe, at Twitter. That's it. Just Twitter. Yeah, just a Twitter. D.A. Vincent, 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 Vincent K. Fabe. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, you can find all the other stuff, including our Patreon and the links in the doobly-doos below. But on that note, we're going to close the book. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Can't see us now.